Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful springtime in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Dan. And filling in for Frank, I'm Jake. You are Jake. I am. Welcome, Jake. Thanks. It's kind of fun to be here. Nobody here has heard your voice before. No. And something something about me is I'm not an out atheist. Oh, right. Technically. You're a, you're a so, partially closeted yeah, atheist. Yeah. So it's... Thank God you're just Jake and not Jake with a last name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking uh, about Mormons and the United Order. Yes. Which sounds like something that's coming to kill you. It does. It sounds like a, a like like one of the organizations of bad guys in Marvel Comics. It was declared on the top of the temple and then they swept forth. Yeah, exactly. The land. Mer- the Angel Moroni is their is their is the leader of their horrible <laughs> band. He sounded the trumpet. <laughs> anyway, uh we're going to be talking about that. It's it's basically uh Mormon communism. Frank and I sort of teased this on on another show. Was it last week? Last I don't week. know. Uh and we're going to be we're going to be giving you the skinny on it, which is a rare occurrence where the Thank God I'm Atheist show is actually doing a thing that it said it was going to do. That's <laughs> and, one of those. And, re- um, and researching a thing a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, we do, uh, we do some I'm research. Kidding. What I'm are you kidding. talking about? We spend minutes every week. <laughs> Whole minutes. Working on this show. Yes. All right. Well, we better get to some 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 stuff. Do you want, do you want to give us a, a story? Oh, sure. sure. We'll let the guest go first. Okay. Well, many people know this this particular person for me i i am a huge fan of okay christopher hitchens oh sure yeah many, sure. there's different well, there's people who like uh sam harris harris right and other ones they're different you know but for me it's hitch it's hitch because i just i maybe it's the voice if i could do a good christopher hitchens well it's, you do a good it's, hitch it's the accent that really it does it that makes him sexy so yes yeah uh but but he uh he he doesn't have that accent anymore He's since, dead. Since he died. You yeah. lose your accent when you die. You do. You do. You lose a lot of things. Anyway, uh, what, what, so what, how well, is... you didn't know. How is Hitchens making the news? What with him being dead and all? Well, it's, it's not necessarily him, but his uh, close friend of only three years who knew him, uh, evangelical Christian. Oh. Larry Taunton. Oh, dear. Yes. He has a new book, The Faith of Christopher Hitchens, The uh, Restless Soul... Of the world's most notorious atheist. Oh my gosh! Yes, and wait, pa- the book is all about Hitch. Yeah. Oh my and, god. And his faith. <laughs> and it was he. He apparently had a conversation with him in 2010 uh-huh. after he was shortly diagnosed with the esophageal esophage. You know the throat throat the cancer. throat cancer. Though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the and uh, and he asked him. Why he did not believe in God. Right. And, and here's a quote from the book. His tone was marked by a sincerity that wasn't typical of the man. Oh, not, yeah. He was not. He was an insincere yeah, so, person. And I got that feeling. Just yeah. flippant. Just flippant remarks and really just not. Just you know, goofing off just mostly. A, a silly guy. <laughs> <laughs> not on this subject anyway. A lifetime of rebellion against God had brought him to a moment where he was staring into the depths of eternity, teetering on the edge of belief. Uh, yeah, that, that's the part of the book. Did, did he say anything to him? No. He just... He just sounded like he, just, he was teetering. He on. just saw it. He just seemed like it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So basically what you're telling me is there's an entire book... Right. ...based on the idea that Hitchens might... Maybe did. ...have like he sounded... Like it, it he sounded a little bit like he might have been, uh, you know... Yeah, like he was like, hey, do you believe in God now? He's like, maybe. <laughs> no. Uh, no. It was just in his eyes. I mean, it sounds to me like he could have just been, like, you know, choking on his on his food. <laughs> Took an extra big <clears throat> swig of that scotch. Right, exactly. And and then was had a hard time you, you talking. You know who doesn't think that this is true? Who? His friend of 10 times that many years. Oh, okay. years, <laughs> Steve Wasserman, who called it petty and appalling. Yes. Which is my reaction. That's probably true, especially since I believe Hitchens had a quote where he basically said, if I can, if, if for whatever reason I have a deathbed conversion, 
It's like so he basically said, "Don't believe it." Yeah, he said. Yeah. He said, "If anyone tells you that I haven't had a, a conversion on my deathbed, it's not true." Yeah, and he you know said what? that. He said that when he was alive. He so. did, and you know what year he said that? What? 2010, the same year that this guy supposedly <laughs> had the conversation. <laughs> so it wasn't bef- long before this or after. No, this same year that he was supposedly teetering, he also was like, "Hey, make sure." It sounds like what happened is that when this guy, when he had this conversation with this guy, he was like. Oh, that fucker's gonna go write something. About <laughs> this me. was this right after that. That He's fucker's like, gonna go I need write another interview yeah. with someone else quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me just say <laughs> this quote real quick. Get it out there. Oh my god, that's quick. so funny. Well, uh, don't pay for that book. No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to. Do you it, want people to steal the book? No, no, just don't even read. No, that book. just ignore that's that insane. book that's and insane. encourage all of the people you know to ignore that. We're we're not we're not gonna boycott the book. We're going to do a mass ignore. Everybody <laughs> quickly, better. quickly ignore the shit out of that because there's nothing there. Um, I'm going to take us to Iowa, the fair state of mm. Iowa. I, have you heard of it? I've, I've heard it's flat. <laughs> that is true uh, right. from what I understand. Uh, they, have, they have more than just white people there. Do they? They have uh, corn. Corn's not white. Well, some corn's white. <laughs> anyway. Corn ain't people, Dan. Corn ain't people. I a- don't tell that to an Iowan. I'll go to hell before I tell you. I admit, corn ain't people. <laughs> corn, corn's the best people I know. <laughs> corn saved this family. <laughs> Anywho, uh, some non-corn related Iowa news. Uh, schools in uh, what what county is it? Uh, the, oh, the uh, Decorah County or the Decorah Community School District. Uh, was shut down earlier. Uh, I think it was this week. Uh, they closed. They locked. They locked down all the schools. Mm-mm. Classes continued, but no one was allowed in or out, okay. uh, including the school children. All due to uh, one Mister Dino. Uh, the, his name was uh, Bruce. Quote Dino oh, Divers. Guy with a nickname. Junior. Uh, Dino got himself into some hot water. Ooh. He was mad about. Sexy things that his daughter was being taught. What? Yeah, they were teaching her sex education. They were trying to educate her sex. Oh no! And uh, and he was uh, very upset about it. Enough that he wrote an email to the uh, to the school district, swearing revenge on Monday morning. Like he wrote it on like sex Friday. Sex revenge. Yeah, he was like, I will teach you. Bitch is a lesson. It's he like didn't actually bad, say it that it way. A bad pulp novel. But basically, he was uh, he was rather careless in his wording, um, uh, and enough so that it was a threat, and <laughs> they shut down the entire the the entire fucking uh, <laughs> district. Uh, it turns out he is now facing two counts of second degree harassment and one count of third degree harassment, uh, and all for nothing because, as the uh, superintendent points out at the beginning of every year, um, uh, he said, quote, interestingly enough, we have paperwork available at the beginning of the school year for anyone who wishes to have their children exempted from any conversations that have to do with that type of subject matter. And so he just didn't sign his permission form. Yeah, he didn't. Did he he didn't read the paperwork. Yeah, you got to read the paperwork. Don't tell my little girl about things that are true. It's pr- Here's the thing. It's Iowa. I'm guessing yeah. it's like such basic shit, oh, like yeah. such harmless shit. But now his girl knows that boys have a penis and yeah. girls have a vahoodoo. I know that's what what why buy them the Barbie dolls with nothing for years. Right. Just to have it all thrown out the window in an instant by a, a sideways slice diagram on right. a, on a overhead projector. Right. That you can't that's, even tell what it is. Yeah. By the way, how old are you that you just admitted that you oh, that no. you think they still use an overhead yes. projector? <laughs> they wheel down the cart and put right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They put the transparency on the projector and project that yeah, they they don't do they that. They don't do that anymore. I don't she think so. They use like they don't even have chalk. They use the, white, the whiteboards. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what they do. You're the one with kids. <laughs> I, know, I can't wait. But you've never been. You, you don't actually, you know, participate in their lives. So you wouldn't know necessarily <laughs> what they. Just That's terrible. <laughs> What's great about this, ladies and gentlemen, is that Jake's kids listen to this show. Yeah, they're so. going to be like, Dad, you didn't. That's true. <laughs> Listen to Dan. Yeah, Dan would be a good dad. We oh, want Dan to be dad. our dad now. 
No, nobody would ever claim that they no. want me to be their dad. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I would be a, I would be a terrible dad. I mean, I'd be fun. Yeah. But not a good dad. Yeah. F- <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> what's your what's your next what's your next thing? Well, I'm going to go about as uh different from Iowa. Okay. So go. We're going to go across Waters to London, to England. Fair Londinium. Yes, you've been. I, be, I haven't. I've been many a time. But you're a well-heeled traveler. I, I, I am. I, I enjoy that fair city a lot. Uh, and, and the country as well. Well, there, there's been... I don't know if you know this. It's a United Kingdom. Yeah. The kingdom has... Till the Scots finally get their way. Yeah, exactly. And then it will be a less United Kingdom. Yes. But they are... Uh, they're a little more united than maybe we thought in uh, one particular group. Okay. The Muslims. Oh, the the, the Muslims. Yeah. yeah. Some people are are a little worried about the Muslims. In in England? Yeah. Or in, in England. Well, in, in England. All of the world. Yeah, pretty <laughs> Yeah. Maybe not Saudi Arabia. They're like only worried about half the Muslims. Right. Yeah. At, at best in a country even when they love it, only there's only half they're like half of those guys are bad Muslims. Right, right. Well, or so yeah. best case scenario, fifty percent. <laughs> no, so but, what, what are the Brits saying? But they had a show. They had a TV program that got that ruffled some feathers called "What Do Muslims Think?" On, oh, on the BBC Four. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's their Fox News. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I know. It's it's harder to tell no which which, which is which if right. they're if they're just numbers. Yeah. Um. But anyway. They asked. A, uh, they did a poll of uh-huh. a thousand Muslims. So okay, pretty uh, you know, a big a legit poll. poll. Like not just the five, first five they found. Right, down exactly. The street. It was a scientifically. We done. polled eleven Muslims <laughs> who are all participating in ISIS, <laughs> yeah, and they, they said were, bad they things. Were very upset. Right. Um, and it it angered both sides as anything does. Right. Uh, but what I found interesting was there was a lot of questions that were trying to get to the point of, well. As a Muslim, they ask them, do you feel loyal to Britain? Or what things, uh, yes or no, do you agree or disagree? Western liberal society can never be compatible with Islam and things like that. <laughs> and the, and the, the agrees were only down in the 10 to 20 percent. Well, I mean, it's, it's high, but it's less than I thought. Okay, so, so what you're saying is that like... Only ten to twenty percent of people were like, "I don't feel right. Loyal to we Britain. can't ever coexist." Kind of. Things. I feel like it's so funny because what they're basically doing is saying, "Hey, you live in a society that largely rejects you. Do you feel loyal to it?" Yeah, and they were still by and, they're and like, large like, "Yeah, we're yeah, trying to make it work. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. It'll yeah, be okay. It'll happen." But that's yeah. funny. Uh, one of the ones that that was on the other side was. About 30% were like, they would ask him, are you at all surprised about the Paris attacks or... Like Charlie Hebdo. Yeah, or, yeah. or Charlie Hebdo. Or, 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 yeah, okay. Both ones, both yeah. of the two. And that got a little bit higher. 27, 38% range where it was where, like, where They mm, weren't surprised? They weren't too surprised. Which, well, I mean, maybe all is of us anyone surprised. Is anyone surprised? Yeah, if you ask not Muslim yeah. people, they'll be like, no. It might have been higher. Yeah, yeah exactly. That would, have been, that would be the thing. Also, the Alabama study of what do you think of Muslims? Right, yeah. 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 That might be a little different. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah. Muslims. Did was it? Did they ask them if they approved of the the attacks? They were, and then it goes back down to low. There was some like, "Does violence ever justified in this type of thing?" And it was down like eleven percent. Okay, and the rest didn't. And all right, like, yeah. Still, I mean, it is. let's. I think we can. I think we can all agree that we we need to hope that they were keeping track of those eleven percent. Yeah, that's true. Turn, turn those <laughs> guys in. Filling out the survey. Just that's right. Put your name and address. We're just and... going to turn this over to <laughs> MI six now or MI five or whichever MI is in charge of uh, monitoring the bad Muslims, and thank you for your participation. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because, I yeah, I don't trust American Christians at all. Mm. Like, a lot of them believe that probably you could get 11% of them to agree that uh, religious-themed violence is sometimes justified. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, I don't, yeah, I was going to say I don't find 
it any more alarming, but yeah, I find it all very alarming. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't it's your, no, don't do the violence. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong thing. That there's more than none. Yeah, is probably. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We there should be work there do. should be one guy in in you know where in some small town who thinks yeah violence, and then the rest of everybody should be like no dude no yeah that's not right, but that's not how that works. Anyway, hmm. you know you got you got violent folks. Uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a poll. Also, there was a <clears throat> there was a poll that was done um, that uh, apparently it was done by Baylor University, and they're saying that uh, here's a surprising number because my understanding is that like something in the range of twenty to twenty five percent of Americans are now saying that they're not that they're uh, nuns that they mm, okay that they don't belong to. An organized religion. They don't claim an organized religion for themselves. That doesn't mean they're atheists. I mean, atheists are less than 10%. It's like seven or something like that. Um, but it does mean that they're, you know, not affiliated. And, you know, the wheels are turning. Yeah, they're yeah. And agnostics, yeah. you know, account for another percentage and stuff. So I found it surprising to learn that 87.4% of people in this country have prayed for the healing of others. Hmm. That number seems to be out of whack with, uh, with Some that. Some of you non-religious people are praying. Yeah, exactly. Cut it out. Knock it off. You're, sque- you're skewing the number. <laughs> you're, you're fucking everything up. This is why people think Christopher Hitchens was converting. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They really were, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, I mean, now mind you, uh, I have I have done that in my lifetime, but it was like when I was a religious person. So I are they d- counting that. So if they're counting that, are they, then are yeah. they counting like fake ones where you're like, you know, pray for you, like you know that they, right. you know, like yeah, they're exactly. religious. You're like, I've, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've written the words "I'm praying for you" on Facebook. So <laughs> yeah. does that count? Does that count? If, if I say, yeah, me too. My thoughts. Are, my <laughs> thoughts. Like, are, yeah, we're gonna pray for you. Yeah. One like equals one prayer. Yeah. Shit, I liked oh. it. Oh god damn it. Okay, well, I guess I technically have prayed now. <laughs> uh, seven only seventy-eight. So that's eighty-seven point four percent for praying for healing for others. Okay. Only seventy-eight point eight percent of people admit to having prayed for healing for themselves. So that's interesting. We're benevolent prayers. We're, we're, it's an altruistic uh, bunch of bullshit. Uh, although maybe you're praying for the... Is it counting the prayers when she's late? <laughs> like <laughs> those are praying for... Praying for the, the healing of her... of her <laughs> The healing of her womb from that baby. Yeah, I'm praying for... Uh, that's praying for someone else. Right, yeah, exactly. Please, Please God, not a pink right. plus. I know that I've never believed in I, you before, God. <laughs> but willing. if you can just make her not pregnant <laughs> right now, anything. I can't afford an abortion and she might not have one. <laughs> I definitely can't afford paternity lawsuits. Anyway, no. 54.1% have asked for prayers for their health. That doesn't surprise me. That seems in line. covering your bases. Uh, and 26.1% have given a laying on of hands mm. for healing. Uh, all of the Mormons, well, all of the male Mormons can say that they've done that. Yeah. Because Mormons, that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that's worked into the thing. Right. Extra virgin olive oil, Dan. E-V-O-O, yeah. dump that shit on somebody's head. But it has to be prayed over. It has to be consecrated oil. Right. But, and that was very special. Oh, don't touch, don't touch dad's little tiny vial of consecrated oil. Burn That's, a hole in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if only I'd known, I could have masturbated with that shit. Oh. That would have been... That would, <laughs> this, this is a holy... Frank's not here to rein you in. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a, <laughs> get, get ready, everyone. Yeah, and you're what what I love is that like you're raining you're doing it. You're right now by yeah. by call by by calling forth the specter of Frank, you're reining me in. That's you're trying to picture do that. his disapproving glance. Yeah, exactly. His gaze upon the Yeah. Well, yeah, normally I see I, you would be much worse, but you know your kids might be listening. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> All right, what do you got? What's next? All right. Well, uh speaking of kids, Thank God yeah. for where we live, our state. Here in the state, the fine state of Utah. Because where we never don't not think of the children. Right. You're right. That's, that's, that's a triple negative. That means a double positive. Right. Like Utah, that should be our new motto. Won't someone think of all these 
damn <laughs> yeah. I, I like Utah. We never don't not think of yeah, the Yeah, we don't not never do. Well. What the, you're saying is that we think. We, we're being saved. We're sa- before, we save our kids. You know what? From what? Well, I, do I even have to say? Well. The, the, the pornography. Yeah. This has made national which is, news. Which is the um, preferred pronunciation oh, among any. Among Utahns. General authorities or Utahns. Is, it's pornography. Pornography. E. Yeah. yeah. Can't won't someone think of the children? <laughs> it's it's not just a nasty habit anymore. Oh no, no, it's it's spread. It is now a public health hazard. It's a health crisis. Uh, people are dying in the streets. I <laughs> I was driving over here, just people laying their magazines on faces, hands blistered. Yeah, it was. It's it's out of control. <laughs> it's mass hysteria. <laughs> it's just, oh my god! It's like it's ba- there are zombie hordes of masturbating of serial masturbators, pornography consum- consumers watchers that now. Oh, this oh. is this is, this goes back to. Uh, I mean, make no mistake. This is just sort of this Mormon sense of what porn is, and uh, and and so. Why don't Why don't you explain what's happened here? Well, what what so, do we got? So, well, it's an election year, so what's happened? And mm. Governor Herbert is up for election, and some of these state representatives and senators are up for election. Uh, and it's sponsored by Todd Weiler of Woods Cross, and then my personal favorite because i used to live in the city of clearfield uh-huh uh, uh, i think you pronounced that wrong this is utah it's, clearfield it's clearfield clearfield utah is the only place on the planet where f-i-l-l-e-d is the same word as f-i-e-l-d yeah anyway. uh representative kurt oda maybe you, the name doesn't jump out to you but you may have heard of the last time we made national news where he sponsored a bill to hunt feral cats within city limits. Yeah, it's it's legal to shoot a cat. Don't any, worry about it. Yeah, any and the, and the liquor. Every time that there's like a dumb thing that comes up, it's it was my ex-city's representative. Now, I've moved out of Clearfield uh-huh. into Layton. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm saying that right. So Anyway. You know. Uh, why you live in these places, I will never understand. I don't know. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to help these people. <laughs> anyway. It's, uh, a, it's, it's such a problem. It, it is akin to hard drugs. In fact, uh, Weiler says, unlike hard drugs, th- this is worse. Okay. It's worse than hard drugs, Dan. How is that? You take hard drugs, hey, eventually you, you, you get it out of your system. Oh. But you know where porn stays? Forever in your forever system. in your brain. Oh no! That was something I got taught in church all the time. Was like it will be in your brain forever, and you will be at your grandmother's funeral, and all you will be able to think of is porn. <laughs> Actually, that's not how they would. It would be brother. It would be yeah, con- yeah, yeah, sad no, and concerned. We're just we're looking out for you. You don't want to think that. You don't want to see your kid hit his first home run in Little League and then just be thinking titties, 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 titties. Yeah, no. Oh my God. It's so funny. They're terrified of porn. And in part, it's because Utah has the highest porn consumption in the country. Yeah. Like Utah, surprise, surprise, when you sexually repress people as much as Utah does, uh, they're going to find an outlet. Yeah. And and then... and they have in this bill, I even read the bill, so help me. Oh, wow. Good job. 18 different things, 18 different whereases of all the horrors that it causes. Oh. Things like uh, turns everything, oh, I, I want to quiet, equates violence towards women and children and, and all these things. And it, with that logic, if, if, if this is the state where this is the highest, then it should just be everyone should just be violent and yeah. raping and horrible all the time. So I, I don't know. There's a disconnect there for me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> also, none of this uh, it's it's useful to point out. None of this is based on any actual science. There's no, no they, they didn't go to like. The, you know, some psychological group and just be like, hey, help us understand this or anything. Right. Well, they did go to somewhere. <clears throat> they have done research, science-ish research. Oh, okay. Yeah, the integrity restored, restore, integrity restored. A oh. Ca- a Catholic research organization. That's where they get a lot of this sure. brain scan show you're an addict. And also the uh, BYU did several studies. Oh, okay. So that's what they're basing the results <clears throat> of this on. Well, that doesn't sound, that sounds legit. Yeah. That all sounds really good. Uh, never mind the fact that like mm. these are the same com- these are the same groups that are like 
that go against the uh, the the National Psychological Institutes and say and say you know porn addiction is this terrible thing when the rest of the country is just like no that that's not a real thing yeah and they there's said, no such thing as porn addiction yeah the pro- the main concern for them is that actually it becomes a problem when you have a shame complex or right right when you are worried about it then all of a sudden it becomes a problem yeah it can be compulsive and right. it can be it, it can be a, something that you're fighting but the re, the underlying problem has nothing to do with pornography but it has to do with the, your shame and with the guilt and with all of the yeah exactly right. exactly all right well and, and so it's national enjoy your porn week is what okay. I'm going to say it is. All right. I'm going to say get out there. You heard it here first, folks. Pick uh, pick, pick your favorite porn and uh, and just do horrible things to yourself while you're watching it. Kids, that's, that's, kids don't do that. Yeah. Don't listen. This to is for grownups. That, that, that's for grownups. Yeah, we're, yeah. I'm not talking about it for no, kids. Ew. No. No. No, that's not. This show is for grownups and some kids listen to it and that's that's because they're cool. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to move to... Uh, Oh, I don't know where I'm moving to. To uh, Dallas, uh, where a rabbi, a top rabbi, mm. a conservative rabbi, uh, has you now... said Dallas. Yeah. Well, yeah. conservative... <laughs> okay, so you're saying I'm, okay. I'm being redundant now? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we actually happen to know uh, Rabbi Gruber, mm. who is a frequent uh, contributor to our show of corrections of when we fuck up about jews uh he uh he, he's he's not far from dallas uh, okay. but okay. he's he's very not conservative i'm sorry texas i know i'm sorry some of texas so no most of texas really sorry, sucks a small percentage of texas and austin you're cool austin's pretty cool i heard san antonio's okay i've yeah, been there but uh nice. but yeah the rest of texas is just shit Anyway, no, that's not true. There's plenty of good people. Matter of fact, we've met some good people hmm. in Texas. Anywho, uh, so the 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 president of the Association of Conservative Rabbis. So hmm. that's no small shakes. Uh, Rabbi William Gershon uh, has has is taking a leave uh, for the remaining month of his term uh, because he. Uh, he is having some issues with his sexual identity. Oh. So, yeah, you know, it's so it's so funny because apparently among the Jews, uh, it's different than among the Catholics, where if you're having issues with your sexual identity, that's why you go to the priesthood. That's not. But (laughs) apparently, but rabbis are expected to marry and they got to, you know, you can't be a gay rabbi. I I don't know a lot about you can be a gay rabbi if you're a reform. Okay. But conservative, but not the conservative sort of, Jews. Yeah, that kind of speaks for itself. My understanding is that the orthodoxy does not look da- does not look favorably on the gays. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's got some some soul searching to do. He said his quote is, "I'm very saddened to admit to you and to myself that even as I strove to be present in the lives of so many people, I could not be present with myself," which is actually, in my mind. A fucking awesome quote, and he sounds. Uh, this is this is why I have. I feel bad for him. Hell yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that I feel I I really appreciate that there seems to be among, uh, in Judaism and especially among rabbis the sense that you're actually supposed to like sit down and think about some stuff. <laughs> like you're actually not supposed to just take things on faith only. Like. You're supposed to be working on this shit. And here's what I like. Yeah. We didn't find him in like a club. Right. Yeah. Somewhere or in a parking garage yeah. or something like he was just like, you know what? Doing the wide stance, yeah, wide yeah, stance yeah, bathroom yeah, yeah. dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, he just was like, okay, this is what's happening. Right. I got to admit this to myself. And so I will take the appropriate actions Thank you. and I will sort of, I will disassociate myself from what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Hey, what a mature and novel approach. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Take... Take note, ye <laughs> leaders of mega churches around the country. You can just go ahead and re- admit that you're gay and stop being a mega church pastor. That's the right choice. So much money. So much money. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you, ladies and gentlemen, are having trouble with your sexual identity and want to tell us about it, or you want to tell us anything else, please feel free, or Rabbi Groover, if we fucked something up again and you need to correct <laughs> us, uh, please feel free to write in. Uh, that's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, you can, or you can call in. 
Our voicemail number is uh, 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Uh, and also you can be a member of the TGIA Members Only Lounge, which is tucked away somewhere in the Facebook world also. And use their secret handshake. Yeah, you got you to know the secret handshake. You got to do the sure sign of the nail, and then we will let you in. Uh yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're going to listen to one Mr. Brian uh, Fisher, who's going to tell us all about uh, the, the he's, he's commenting on the fact that we got a new, we're going to get a new $20 bill, mm. and it's going to have Miss Harriet Tubman, uh, the, the sort of the, the hero of the Underground Railroad, these f- slave trafficking, mm. freeing Harriet Tubman. Uh, he, thinks, he thinks it's interesting that she's considered a hero. Uh, and he's going to tell us why. You know, what's interesting about Harriet Tubman, a couple of things about her that are interesting to me. She carried a small pistol with her on rescue missions. When she was leaving, she led about 300 slaves to freedom, breaking the law all the while she was doing it. She was breaking the law all the while she was doing it, and she is a hero because she obeyed a higher law, a law that reduced human beings to slavery is an unjust law. She refused to accept it, and she is now an American hero. I'm suggesting the same thing for whichever state, and she's not even an elected official. So this is just outright anarchy and disobedience and rebellion. But because everybody recognizes that morally her cause was right, she's a hero. She's going to be on our currency, whether that's a good idea or not. She's going to be on our currency. And I'm suggesting the same thing when it comes to this the, the homosexual agenda. The American hero is going to be the first governor or the first elected official. Think about what's going on in Virginia with these schools being told they have to allow men, boys, in girls' bathrooms. This is a horrible idea. you got young uh, juvenile males, got hormones surging through their bodies. You're going to give them access to to girls' shower rooms and locker rooms and bathrooms. I mean, that's about the stupidest idea, the most insane idea, the most dangerous idea I've ever heard. But how many schools are going to go along with it just because a federal judge says they have to? No, the heroes are going to be those elected officials, those school board officials, those principals that say, no, it's not going to happen on my watch. Well, that was uh, breaking the law, breaking the law. (laughs) We're real! He's a he's got a great point there. Yeah. She was carrying a pistol while she was also doing that other thing which was also breaking the law. I was confused is isn't carrying a pistol like the greatest thing you can do as an American Christian. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, but also it was like, probably because it was small. I like that he's focused on the fact that the pistol might have been against the law when she was <laughs> smuggling sla- she was stealing slaves away from people and smuggling them. That seems like the bigger breaking of and the law. And jaywalking. And oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she was. Well, I think I think he also brings a good point that we may someday we're going to look back on the past and uh, remember the porcelain railroad. Yes, as Kim, Kim Davis led the uh, the the straight children through the Smuggled. into the bathrooms, the secret bathrooms where only the the straight kids could right, go. Right, smuggled them in, checking their genitals one by one <laughs> as they as they were shuffled into the correct bathrooms. What a hero. Yeah, the what next a, 20. What heroes they all are. It's so funny because it seems to me, it's weird. The Christians keep really trying to couch themselves in terms of them being the freedom fighters. Mm. We are the ones fighting for the, for the rights of the Christians to, to make sure that we keep the, pe- the right people in the right restroom. Yeah, if they want to rewind that clock back to Harriet Tubman's pistol carrying, right? Uh, there was the same group trying to stop her, and most of them were Christian, right? Yes, people. yes. I mean, I remember it, an organization <laughs> that featured a cross heavily mm-hmm. that was that was involved in that. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, those those guys that liked to dress up like ghosts, right? Yeah, the the yeah, the they're crit- spooky. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. involved with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure history is going to prove him right. Okay. I'm pretty sure that, like, that's his prediction is totally going to be right that 
Yeah, they're going to be on the side of Harriet Tubman, not the George Wallace side of history. <laughs> There's no chance that they'll look like that. No. <laughs> I, and the the last thing on that audio is how come every time that we have a description from a church person about young it's always this gross like hormones surging through their yeah, yeah. sweaty young bodies just taut with sexual energy You're like oh just come on man well it's like that huckabee quote when he when he oh. said you know if i had been informed uh, yeah. that i could pretend to be a girl and i could go shower with the girls i definitely would have done that i would have found my feminine side and it's like dude ew, ew. you just admitted to being like a super perv <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, like, we, we all want to see naked girls, but, uh, dude, that's not cool. Yeah, Meatballs was a movie. Yeah, exactly. Revenge mm. of the Nerds yeah. is not real. Yeah. That, that's, was not for, that was not the 80s behavior. The 80s were a bad time. <laughs> you know, the, the time when we were all glorifying that behavior, yeah. that was not good. We've all learned better than, by now. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, there's bad people trying to attack your kids in the in the toilets. That's apparently what we're worried about. So, you know, you and I hmm. were uh, were texting each other about what we were going to discuss today. Yeah. And uh, you you were the one that reminded me. Yeah, I this held is... your feet to the fire, Dan. You did. You did. You were the one that the reminded me. people want to know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Frank and I talked about this United Order thing uh, and, and teased everybody with it. And then you actually, like said, hey, why don't we actually follow through with Do that? Do the thing you said. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So that's awesome. So here we go. We're oh. launching in. Uh, you didn't realize that that meant you had to actually do some research. Yeah, then I... As well yeah. as me. So haha on you. But uh, but yeah, let's talk about this thing. Um, it's a Mormon concept, but yeah. not original... But like, of, as with everything in Mormonism, it's not like uh, they were the first to come up with it. No, it was actually pretty prevalent. But it was an idea that like, was kind of floating around but, in the in the 1830s. Yeah, Joseph Smith though never met a weird religious idea that he didn't at least want to try out. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was like, what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. And it uh, it introduced me to my new favorite Mormon character that I didn't really know very much about. Oh yeah, you could argue this guy is the most screwed over by mormonism of anyone okay sydney rigdon oh you recognize yes. the name yes mormons will mormons are taught that name yeah, but i had no context if you, have, if you ask a mormon who sydney sydney rigdon was they'll say that you're sort of one of the one of the, the early leaders of the church early, there's yeah, not a exactly. lot of knowledge right this guy was amazing i had to read a whole thing about him after yeah yeah talk about him he, a little uh, bit I'll, I'll preface this this, he he is where to tie this in. He is where the idea of the United Order came from right. for Joseph Smith. But he was dropped on his head as a child, <laughs> and accounts from his brother were like, "Yeah, he got a little crazy and had trouble telling between like <laughs> visions and reality." And <laughs> and, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And so he started the uh, Morley family, a collective in Ohio. Okay, and. Joseph Smith N named not for himself. No, the Morley family. The, yeah, that is weird. Maybe he wasn't a proud guy that way. Yeah, I guess. Not. But he had a one of Joseph's followers went, or one of Rigdon's followers went back to New York, met Joseph Smith, and got converted. Okay. Um, uh oh. And so, and then he came back and was like, "You got to talk to this guy." And I think this guy was like, "I got to talk to a guy that can out convert me." Yeah, exactly. And he talked to him and. They hit it off, and and Joseph Smith was a. Uh, if you believe the church line on it, it's mm. that there were many poor people coming over and joining, and Joseph wanted to find a way to help them all. Right, right, yeah. And, and if you believe the uh, the more uh, cynical view is, they were leaving New York anyway. Joseph um, and a few of the other leaders of the church, I think it was Oliver Cowdery and somebody else, were in dire financial straits. Yeah. And so he happened to have this revelation that we're going to come live with you and join in your united order, and you will give places for all of my followers and right. me and these guys to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the United Order is this concept of uh, basically 
everything is deeded over to the church, mm-hmm. and the church divvies it out uh, as needed. Yeah, they want to really not call it communism. They, yeah, and so oh, what it's they, very much not. And it's, then and they'll swear up and down it's not because number one, you have a choice. Although there was like a revelation, like everybody really should do this. Yeah, exactly. You, this. you don't have much of a choice if you honestly believe God told you you have to do right. it. Right? Yeah, you technically have a choice. Right. And they also wanted to make a big deal that you you deeded over the church, and then they deed some back to you so you still own that you just own less of the what you had and then we'll split around the rest right uh that's how it works sometimes other times it works that the church just owns everything and you get stewardship Mm. of this bit of land and that house and you are the steward of it for the time that we say that you are the steward of it yes so uh so yeah it it can be uh It smells remarkably like communism, but no, it's it's it's, it's communitarianism different. or yes. communalism or collectivism or anything else that's not co- communism. I I can tell you though, what would your guess be of how well that worked out? Uh, well, I mean, I've done some research myself. It doesn't seem like it gels not very. Long. It doesn't gel very well with human nature. It goes so quickly bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Joe Smith himself uh, tried tried this out in the 1830s. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it it kind of fell apart pretty quick. Uh, in 1831, Joseph Smith said he had a revelation mm. uh, uh, that basically. Uh, the detailed what he called the law of consecration. So this is a law apparently in Mormonism and the consecration means you consecrate all your shit to us and then we will give some of it. You will, we'll let you use what we determine you need. And, uh, it should be noted that it was also, he said an everlasting order to benefit the church right. till till he comes again right till till Jesus comes or till 1833 like until <laughs> shit falls apart till till everybody starts getting grumpy about it <laughs> apparently there was a, a story of one guy who like stole another guy's watch yeah. and then sold it and he was like dude it belongs to all it's of everybody's us everybody's watch i don't see why you're so mad it's not your watch it's our watch yeah. <laughs> and I now ours. i sold our watch for money and i bought some cool shit with yeah, it and you may have a bite of the communal cheese danish that i got right exactly <laughs> obviously i ate most of it uh because i needed it and uh <laughs> yeah it, it it went sour it went sour really quickly and and using this he kind of like stole sydney rigdon's church yeah, he just stole it. He just took it he over. Took all the members and all the thing, and and then there was a point where they argued about it, and God revealed to him like Joseph's in charge now. <laughs> You're not, <laughs> <laughs> and he even got kicked out later. Yeah, poor dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that that guy. I mean, not he got kicked out later, not before being tarred and feathered oh, yeah. with Joseph. Yeah, like he took he took all of the beatings. And then, yeah, like, he took all the same stuff and then got just booted. Yeah. He waited and waited until it was like Joseph was dying and then was like, all right, I, it's my turn now, right? And they're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> and then he went off and started his own yeah. uh, churches, his own sort of Mormon offshoot churches. There were several of them. Church of the of Jesus Christ of the Children of Zion. Zion. We say Zion here. Everybody <laughs> else says Zionite or Zion. He was, but they they were called the Rigdonites. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, they tried it again here in Utah. Yeah. What Rigdonites? Rig- no, 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 no. The United Order. Oh yeah. So Brigham okay. Young, so not so, to be outdone. So when Joe Smith died mm. and Brother Brigham took over, and took everybody out west. Uh, yeah, he was going to try it again. We're mm. going to, we're going to do it right now. I mm. mean, the problem must have been that we were in the East. We were under the clutches of the United States government and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now we're, now we're in the West. It's so crazy wild West. We can do things as we want to do it. So yes, he sent a bunch of people down to Southern Utah to, uh, to start Orderville. Yes. The, the United Order. So how'd that go? It also went about as well as you can expect. There was one place it worked. Canab, right? It worked really well for a while. For how, then, how long? Well, then what happened was everybody in these other ones uh-huh. was like, "We're moving to Canab," 
and then they had too many people and too much crap and it, it just fell apart again so yeah yeah it just doesn't it doesn't work i don't think it ever lasted more than just a few years though it's like an office candy bowl it's just it's just it's not fair there's going to be orange suckers and tootsie rolls left and everybody feels yeah, jilted exactly there's good although boy if you can be the guy in the office who likes the the ones that nobody oh, yeah. else likes you're you're loving life yeah here's a life hack like orange popsicles right like yeah you will never want <laughs> you, there will always be something available for you <laughs> um yeah so so basically this concept now we should mention that uh there is an offshoot of mormonism the fundamentalist mormons mm. the polygamists that live down in southern utah that are still kind of trying to do this yeah they just got busted because they were using they were doing it it's a lot easier if you get all your food and things that you hand out from the government. Right, yes. You just claim food stamps for everybody. You take it all, and right. then you just give it out. Right. It yeah. works great, except that it's completely illegal. It's fraudulent. Mm. Uh, but other than that, it's cool. <laughs> other than totally <laughs> illegal and not fair. Yeah. Man, go for it. But no, they. I mean, so, so one of the things that happened a few years back mm. was that, uh, you know, Warren Jeffs went to jail. He was sort of the main prophet of that group uh he was in texas but there's still a large group in southern utah and northern arizona uh, and basically what so their church the organization owned all of the property in in uh in the towns of colorado city utah mm -hmm. and or no hilldale utah and colorado okay. city arizona mm -hmm. which they just call small creek or little creek or something <laughs> creek by the way <laughs> is creek in utah uh, anyway, uh, th so the church owned everything and basically, yeah, would divvy out houses to people, very large houses because their families are like six wives and, you know, 33 children or whatever. <laughs> uh, and they would, yeah, so they would, so then the state sort of busted the church up and suddenly had the, like one dude had the job of like deciding who gets what property and like where it all goes and he broke up the all of the church's uh holdings and then it was just like well fuck what do i do it was that was a that that was a fun i think it was this american life that did a whole oh, expose yeah. on that anyway that was an interesting little thing so the, the 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 moral of the story is it doesn't work but mormonism now has it sort of enshrined in their in their holy documents. Yeah, it's another one of those anachronisms <clears throat> that just kind of hangs around and you have to explain yeah. and wrap your head around it's in some kind of way. Yeah, it's it's in their scriptures. So, like, good luck to, to you on that. It says everlasting. It uses... Here's, here's, this is from Doctrine and Covenants, uh, the, which, is, which is basically... The Doctrine and Covenants is basically shit that Joseph Smith said, God said. Uh, and it's all written in that sort of Bible-y talk. Mm. You and I were laughing because uh, earlier because there was one sentence that doesn't get to the point until like, oh, so many words in. I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, give them a taste. Just so that you all know what we had to deal with when we were trying to slog through Mormon scripture. For verily I say unto you, the time has come, and is now at hand, and behold, and lo, it must needs be that there be an organization of my people. Like, we, got, we finally get to something, <laughs> finally in the end. We've said the time has come, and it's now at hand, and behold, and lo, and it needs be that there be. It's ridiculous. Um, if God was saying it, how tired was Joseph Smith of talking to God? Yeah. Like, oh, come on. And he was just basically, so, he, he was God's dictator. Yeah, and just, so, Joseph. Oh, wait. wait. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need you to do a thing that definitely needs to be done. Here's the new, here's the new role, uh, Joseph. Basically, what you need to do, and this is the time, and the time is right now, and you should probably, and it's come, so you should need to do it. And what you need to do, the thing that you should do is, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. you need to organize uh, mm -hmm. the people, the, okay, regula and right. regulating and establishing the affairs of the storehouse yes. okay. for the poor of my people, both in this place and in the land of Zion. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's literally <laughs> such bullshit. But they uh, they they've got workarounds now. 
Yeah. They, of course, reinterpret these scriptures uh, to the point where uh, in the modern day, the law of consecration, uh, a, a more recent uh, uh, president of the church or apostle of the church, one Mr. Bruce R. McConkie, uh, stated that the uh, the law of consecration is that we consecrate our time, mm. our talents, and our money and property to the cause of the church, such are to be available to the extent that they are needed uh, to further the Lord's interests on earth. <laughs> so it's just like, which sounds to me kind of like, look, you're fine. You can keep your shit unless we tell you otherwise. Yeah. Just hold tight and wait. Yeah, you just, you just, we'll tell you when we need yeah, your money. Happen. And you better fucking give it up too. <laughs> but yes, we need your time and your talents also. And time and talents, I think, is something that they talk about in the temple ceremony as well. But I don't remember because I didn't do it. You went through the temple, didn't you? I did. I did not take notes. Oh, there well. Was just the once. Only because it was the most boringest thing on the earth. It was tough. You only went once? Only once. <laughs> Aw. You should have gone back. <laughs> Maybe. Many, many times. <laughs> uh, knock on the door. What is wanted? So there you have it, folks. The uh, the Mormons they tried communism, doesn't work. Mm. They 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 made a good run at it, but and and it, I gotta say, from it's easier probably. It's probably easier an easier sell from a religious perspective than it is from a political perspective. But uh, even then, no, it's pretty tough. No, yeah. not gonna work. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> Any of you. Uh, but we're sitting there planning on starting a communist con uh, community. Right, exactly. all equally. Well, I was... Be warned. I was thinking of starting a commune. I think it's pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> Be warned, you hipsters. Yeah, exactly. You Or your hippies. Okay. Yeah, hippies and hipsters, they're, yeah. they're melding together to become hippiesters. Mecca hipster. <laughs> With our powers combined... Nothing will happen. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have anything you'd like to add to this conversation or if you uh, want help on starting your own co commune, the TGIA commune, uh, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. If you want your voice to be on the show, just like Jake's voice is on the show right hey. now, uh, you can call into us. That's, that number is 424-666-8442. Uh, so, yeah, all those things. Uh, thanks to Mackenzie for doing all of our Facebooky uh, type stuff uh, while I gleefully neglect it. And uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine, fine music. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jake, for, well, thank uh, you. for coming on the show. Frank uh, has abandoned his fans, oh. so it's nice of you to come on and He'll come again. make it right. The second coming of Frank will someday occur. Uh, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.